It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Thanks to Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. What is up, punters and dribblers? This episode of All Talk is brought to you by Dr. V, Australia's first and best all-natural energy drink. That's right, Tom. If you want to detox and supercharge your physical and mental health, we'll do it with Dr. V, and they're 100% natural energy drinks. It's the way to go. Joining us this week is a sensation of the rugby league social media game. Uh, He's also got some of the best rugby league podcast you're ever going to listen to. His name is the Rugby League Guru. Now, his story starts uh, from humble beginnings like they all do, Edward. He's a humble man who has a great passion for the greatest game of all, rugby league football. Yeah. And one of the great stories as yep. well, Tom, I've got to well, say. Well, you can just – his success uh, is down to many things. Hard work being one of them. Obviously, a great mind for rugby league, but hard work and he grinds. Guru is a grinder of note, as you will hear. He's but a nut trucker, Tom. He's a nut trucker of some note. You can listen to him every week on his Rugby League Guru podcast. He does a super coach podcast with Timmy Williams of SC Playbook fame called Beers and Breakevens. He's also on the Bloke in a Bar Monday podcast where they review the round that was of Rugby League. You can see him everywhere. He's on Instagram as Rugby League Guru. And now you can listen to him on All Talk, the Hello Sport podcast. Here he is. You uh, and, well, us as well, right? We're sort of, we've all benefited from this new wave of, I guess, social media, YouTube content, just like the new, I guess the new content wave. Um, how did it start for the Roo, for the Rugby League Guru? I sort of think it's interesting. I think us three give each other a little nod that we're not the former Rugby League players. Yes. But have somehow just held on and white-knuckled our way yeah, through it. Snuck in. Snuck in, Yeah, uh, which has been unreal. But I was, a, I was a teacher for five or six years. I was a primary school teacher. Um, and then what, what did you teach? Do you just have to, cr- across the board, cover everything as a primary school teacher? Yeah, you had to be, yeah. Great at nothing, just half decent at everything, yeah. which was pretty easy to do. Um, yeah, being a primary school teacher, like every school you go into, there's 30 females, two blokes. Mm. So you are sort of a special thing to have. Like it's, it's a very safe job to have. You're never going to be without work or anything like that. And I loved it. I thoroughly enjoyed teaching. Always had this mad passion for footy, as you can imagine, since mm. I was four or whatever. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I had one year I had a really – bad principal who I just couldn't stand and I just thought I'm so done with this dribble and I'd sort of, I already started the super coach guru page yes and that had been going for a couple of years and I actually started that I joined uh, my mates went into a NFL fantasy comp I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan but outside of that I know nothing I knew the Steelers and Tom Brady that was it mm. and because I'm so competitive I wanted to win that yeah so I went on to Twitter I found a guy called the fantasy guru and I followed his instructions I did not 
make a single choice for myself that entire season. I came like second or something, and I thought I could do this for Supercoach. Mm. It could be something I could do here. So I started Supercoach Guru. Literally, just took Guru the exact same name. Started that, and <laughs> it's my great whole plan. It yeah, is a good. It's day. worked out. Yeah. yeah, I'll talk about that soon because yeah. it's had its ups and downs. But um, <laughs> good God, it's had its downs. Um, <laughs> but the Supercoach Guru, I started it, and as I spoke to you guys in the live stream, we've got our draft weekend. My favourite weekend yeah. of the year by far and away. It's the best. My 12 <laughs> mates go down the coast, computers out, pistols apart, just getting stuck in, draft your team. It's unreal. Um, and my whole thing with this super coach guru thing was I want to convince some of the guys in my comp to ask me questions yeah. in the lead up to it, not knowing it's me. So I kept it a secret. Oh. So I'm slowly luring these guys in. Like I'm sharing something to the group chat. Every six weeks, I go, oh, geez, what, 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 what do you think about this take and blah, blah. <laughs> Slowly, I'm reeling in four or five of them, right? <laughs> That's great. And what I'm trying to do is get them to ask me questions, especially the guys that haven't won a comp, and really get them to ask me questions and form a bit of a relationship with them, which I did with one of them, and I sort of said to him, oh, how have you gone in your draft comp? And I was hoping and praying he'd go, yeah, you know, I'd won a few. I've been really successful, yeah. blah, blah, And then on draft day, I could expose them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole it was like a three-month plan, right? <laughs> and That's I remember, dastardly, mate. Yeah, oh, mate, it was the best. And I remember I was driving down to draft weekend. There was three of us in the car. I was in the back seat. The bloke that was in the passenger was the bloke I was trying to reel in for the last six weeks. I felt like like an undercover cop trying to catch like a... A killer. Predator or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Anyway, so I'm sitting in the back seat and I'm messaging him. And I can see him replying to these oh text messages. God, and, and he's talking about this guru guy. Oh. He's going... <laughs> Yeah, I know. He just, he just, I don't know how he has this much time. He just seems overly interested in my team and <laughs> what I do. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm sitting in the back and he's probably in his mum's basement, the loser. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just really, anyway. To his credit, he didn't lie. He was like, oh, I've actually gone pretty bang average in my comp and yeah. everything, blah, 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 which sucked. And then, um, yeah, I, I, I let them all know about it that weekend. We all had a laugh and that was all good. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then I had a mate, his office is just around the corner, actually. I won't say he's company or whatever he's a very humble dude and kill me if i said anything but i went to school with him and he started like an interior design sort of business and like he's over in america now expanding his business over there. Yeah. he's done incredibly well through social media and youtube and everything um and yeah he pulled me aside and just sort of said you'll be doing this full time in three years if you want and i just sort of went how mm, how could that hectic. possibly occur though like how did could it that plant a seed happen? though like would you have percent about doing it no no way no it planted a seed uh, and because i know what he's done and the sort of bloke he is and how much confidence he had in it yeah um it's sort of planted a seed and then i don't know i probably got to about twenty thousand followers or something i moved to nrl guru or rugby league guru because he convinced me to do that he was like you got to open up your audience a little yeah. bit more and it was also like i was in you know i was giving my opinion on stuff about rugby league and people yeah. were just like stick to super coach stay in your lane i'm like that, that, it's a fair shout. I'm super but, coach I mean, what am I? super coach is not far away from rugby league. One would argue. Well, they're one in the same. Yeah. But if you're a rugby league fan and yes. you're not into super coach, yeah. no, hearing no. a super coach person tell you about NRL, yeah. Yeah. no point. Particularly with happen. the sort of opinion that, that a lot of rugby league fans have that if you didn't play the game, you can't talk about it. Exactly. It's like the number one thing they'll say. You don't know what the talking about which is basically why we open up every episode with we don't know what we're talking about yeah so like leave it but also is it's a thing that i think you have managed to do so well is to like you played the game but you like we growing up you well, played but, right yeah. but like you didn't play first grade which no. is usually what people want you to do if you well they know they want you to have won origins yeah and yeah, yeah but what you do actually so well and what you've been able to do is 
your you've been able to build enough like respect within your audience through like consistency of good opinions like mm. Ruben Cotter and all that sort of shit, which we can get to. But like weight of runs, Tom. Weight of runs, exactly. Weight of runs, where people I would imagine you're getting far less now. People going, "What the f- would you know?" Than you would have maybe early on. Oh, 100 percent. It was relentless early on, and I'm also like. I'm self-aware enough to understand that I didn't play first grade and I called myself the guru. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I get people messaging me, you're a dickhead, you think you know it all. And I'm like, I don't, but I get why you think that. I get 100% why you think that. I think over time, you know, even like, like you, you know, we've had a few nights out now, you know, Mm -hmm. that I'm the complete opposite to telling people how everything is. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, and I think people, you're right. It's just been reps over time that people have eventually realized that, like, he's not full. Like, I'm the king dribbler. Mm. Yeah. I am the absolute king dribbler. Yeah, you're a massive I started a business dribbler. out of trying yeah. to trick my mates into super coach teams yeah. and embarrass them. And that's my career now. You just love the game. I just love it. So I how- genuinely just love it. You listen to Tom and Eddie from the Hello Sport podcast, and we are speaking to the social media podcasting sensation, the rugby league guru. Now, Rue, we were I talking on a about podcast that. the other day, um, Life, Money, Love or something yeah, yeah, a while yeah. back. Yeah. And there was a line you said, and I don't know if it was like, if it was like about a preseason where there's heaps of games on. There was like the toy, like the New South Wales Cup and everything. But you just you sit there, you go, you look like you almost look shell shocked. You're like, mate, I've watched 11 games of rugby league in three days. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I need to clip that up. That's the funniest. <laughs> I remember at the start of this preseason, jumping ahead a little bit. Uh, Beck goes, oh, footy starts next week. Can we go out for dinner or something? I went. Yeah, the Capras are playing the Dolphins <laughs> and the Kai, and Tafare is making his debut. So. <laughs> probably not. So no. Probably, yeah. no. Short answer's no. <laughs> Does that frustrate your now wife? That nah, you, she's the best. She's she great about best. it. Yeah, yeah, she understands I'm very, very lucky in that regard. Mm. Very, I couldn't, like, years ago when I was thinking about going, you know, full on with Guru, I went to her and I literally, like, pretty much said, I'm going to quit my heap stable job and we're saving up for wedding, house, family. Yeah. And I'm going to try and be a professional at something I've never done, nor could do, even if I wanted to. And she just went, yep, yeah, go for it. Love that. Oh, it's great. It's, it's great. Like, it's it, empowering having that sort of support. Yeah. And it was funny. Like, I, I, I had my wedding a few weeks ago. My best man said, oh, he came to me with the idea first. And my mate said, go for it. And in the back of his head, he's like, Beck will never let this go. <laughs> I can be heaps supportive. And his missus will go, you're an idiot. Go back to work. Yeah. And then I, I, I was, it was the same reaction when I went to Beck and she said, yep, yeah, go for it. It was almost in my mind. I went. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I thought you'd say no. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> now I've got to do it. Do you get over watching eight games of rugby league every week, like, or do you just absolutely love it? No, there, there, there's times where it's not as easy as it sounds because there's some poo slingers, and yeah. you've got to sit Without there and be yes. like, I've got to tell you which edge back row I played the most minutes. And yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Like it's, and there are those moments where it's tough, but I just. And I'm, I'm sure you boys do the exact same thing. Like, I just think back to my old job. Oh, like, yeah. Where I would spend Sunday afternoon marking 200 books. <laughs> and I just go, <laughs> give yeah. me more of Jaden Sewer's stats. I'll take it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you put it that way. Yeah. Definitely. I'll watch Would you, wa- would you rather? Would you rather watch Rugby League footy? It might be a poo singer at four o'clock in the afternoon on no, Sunday. They right. always are. Or do you want to go mark books? You're absolutely bro? right. And I think, um, I mean, we've said it before. I'm. F- eternally grateful to do what we get to yeah. do and you're right if you have to watch a bit of rugby league who gives a shit well it's not the worst thing in the world what's your can you give us an idea about your like your 
whether your game process. So, like we were saying before, and a dribbler alerted us to it on um, after State of Origin. So we watched the game was on. Everyone watched it. If you're from New South Wales, you felt physically ill. You then rewatch it straight away again, and then you release a podcast at like midnight that night. Like there's firstly a very like respectable grind to that, mm. where you know most people. We also tried to grind. We tried to record a podcast at midnight as well. I fell asleep. Well, some um, of us, some of shelf, us, by the way, yeah. yeah, some of us are made of the right stuff. I fell asleep mid podcast. Uh, it was tough. I'd I'd spent so much time supporting my state and so much energy supporting my. State. Maybe you should have spent a little more energy supporting your state. Maybe we get over the line. I think that I fell asleep. That's an impressive level of grind. But like, what's your game process and like your weekend process? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take you to that night first because that's my perfect storm. That's like. Like, so I, I watched the game. And to give you an example, I, like, we did the live show last year. Yeah. When we were out of the game. Yeah. And, like, my, my immediate reaction is I need I need to get home to watch this game because mm. I, can't, I can't watch it out there because then it's going to take me two hours to get home, which means then I have to watch the game after that and do all my work. Like, Wednesday night after that game, I watched it again, went through my notes, did the podcast, and then I had a, I had um, Jim Beam who was on as a sponsor for that night for me. Jim Beam, mm. the drink of choice for the pregame, of course. Yeah. yeah. Good. So I, enjoyed, to, I enjoyed those. I enjoyed right. those. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed those. Yeah. So then I had to do all those reels and make all that. So Wednesday night or Thursday morning, I think I went to bed at about 3.30 or so. Yeah. So it was it was a nudge. And then got up and did the, the show with Kempi and Door, obviously. Yes. Which was great. Um, but yeah, like that. For, like I take what I do very seriously. Yes. And very seriously. Because as you said before, I'm, we're not. Former players, no. I'm giving a serious opinion on a game that I haven't played. So for me, I can't, I can't lean back and rely on I played 150 first grade games. Mm. It's just got to be reps on the board and just making sure it all makes sense. And I'm, I'm so glad that that podcast got the response that it did. Did it get a good response? Yeah, really? unreal. Yeah, it's my oh, most good. listened to podcast ever. It's oh, your, we love it? that. Yeah. yeah, so I loved yeah. it. It was unreal. Oh, that's hectic. It yeah. was fantastic. Like it really was good. Yeah. Oh, Matt, that's great it was, got that response. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I, the bit I liked about it most was that you didn't sit on the fence. You yeah. just – which I think can be an inclination, particularly if you're in front of the mic every week and obviously the players know about you and the coaches know of you and maybe there's like an apprehension to be 100% honest. Yeah. But I thought you were – I thought you nailed it. Yeah, and I think like – In that respect. Like obviously what you, you guys do is a little bit different because you're in the um, – in the humour game. Whereas for me, like, it's hard to find that balance of not sitting on the fence, not offending players, yeah. being honest sort of thing. And I think I've sort of found a bit of a sweet spot with yeah. it at the moment, which oh, I'm happy glorious. with. Um, and, you know, like when I first, I'll be the first to admit, when I first started and I had, you know, players messaging me and all that sort of stuff, like, unreal. So, like, so exciting for me as a footy nerd, which yes. is what I am at the end of the day. Mm. But then, like, as the years go on, like, you... S- like I don't, I, not that that means less to you, but it is sort of just starting to be more so that commonplace. It's not as it's my yeah. business now. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly. what I mean. Like, and I'm starting to find that balance now. This is an all talk with Hello Sport today. We are talking to the rugby league guru now. Guru, what what sort of notes are you taking throughout a game? Oh, I'd like to look at right. like is there, there a book, is there a book we can look at? I used to have a book. I do it. Most is there a little notepad now? Because I because I then take it to bloke on a Monday. I need right. it sort of on the computer. Yeah, I'm, okay. so I'm not writing them twice. So <laughs> I've sort of transitioned to the computer, but I'm very old school like that. If I had it my way, 
It'd be all pen and paper. Really? And it'd be a nightmare. You wouldn't be able to read it. No, well, that'd be one but of the But so, great. is it what, like, give, can you give us some sort well, of. Well, I can't reveal too much. Okay, so. Okay. okay, no, I like that. So, there's some sort of commercial. Because there's part of me that knows that someone eventually down the track is going to take the exact same formula that knows more about. Like, I, I'm waiting for the next player to go, oh, I can do this. Oh, so there's a, there's there's a, a, formula there's a method to, to your mad. Doing. There's a bit of a method to it, yeah. And is that purely from a super coach perspective or is that from a general, the way that you are sort of no, no, general that putting I down the data that you're consuming? Yes. I, you know what? It's not like a mathematical equation thing. A lot of what I do is eye test. It's not like a DES model. Put in that beautiful mind. Model, put all yeah. the equations over the screen right now, please, Tobler. Like, there you yeah. go. A beautiful mind at work. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, do you do it like little diagrams and stuff? Not little like diagrams. Little pictures? No, no. It's, it's not, you're making it out to seem <laughs> so much more high tech than what But it's you're not at. telling me what it is, yeah, so I need to use my Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Good guru hunting. Yeah, but like, yeah. If you want to take your Reuben Cotter example before. So you, there's a way you worked out. There's certain things that I could tell you about Ruben Cotter that I've been watching for years and I, why I knew he'd be successful. That so, you're not prepared to share. No. no, 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 and that's good. Like, I love that. A bit of mystery. So for those of you that don't know, was it on Bloke where you first made that call? Yeah. Um, bloke in a bar, obviously, Den and Kemp. Um, you basically, it was at the first start of the season, it was like you're predicting origin players for mm. that year. Who's going to debut for Queensland? You called Ruben Cotter out and one of the great. Well, at the time it was like, huh? It was Everyone left field as the Cowboys weren't at the doing time. Anything. He wasn't in the Cowboys predicted seven nine. Yeah, and everyone was like, "What are you talking about?" And yep. then he debuts. Yep. So you can't tell us the equation necessarily, but I'd certainly like to. Hear <laughs> hey, now you keep using the word equation. No, just it's, I like it's it. no it's not an equation, but that. Yeah. trust me, we will refer to it as an equation. It's forever. sort of it sort of is an equation in the sense of like a squared plus b squared equals c squared. You know yes. what I mean? Like there's certain things to that you're extent, looking for. Yeah. 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 But it's also just funnier to talk about it as an equation. Yes. Well, it, well it, I mean, in a sense, <laughs> if it is. I was it's you, I'd call it an equation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's all math at the well, end. Well, it's rugby league math. It yes. is rugby league yeah. math. Yeah, he, well, he's like the Stephen Hawking of rugby league math. <laughs> Less Not the, the wheelchair. Less the chair. <laughs> less the, you know, less the, the chair. chair. Less the chair. <laughs> less the chair. <laughs> but um, it's also like the longer it goes, and it's funny when you when I started off, people would never forget the ones I got wrong. Yeah. But now the longer it goes, people remember the ones, the ones you get right. Can I? Can you give us an insight into how you developed this without going into detail of it, or is it too difficult to sort of... No, to be honest with you, I, just, I always just think I've had a reasonably good eye for it. Right. Where, where's that come from? Is that like, have you got... Is rugby league, has it been a big thing in your family? Yeah, like, 100%. Got yeah, old man, yeah, old family. man or yeah. someone who's like always talking about yeah, it. Or my old man something. and my uncle were footy nuts. Right. Probably not as much as me, but unlike me, they were very good footballers. Is it, oh, is okay. it true you were born on grand final day? Uh, you know what? I, I know you've made that up. I was born September 29. It's a grand final week. <laughs> grand final week. Grand final week. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm changing Actually, that. Actually, can one of you, can one of you day. D all that? What, yeah, what, 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 year? what day was the 92 grand final? 92. That's so funny, dude. I reckon I was a day or so off. If you were born on grand final day, that would be so funny. <laughs> oh, September 27. Yeah. Oh. What are you, September? 29. Oh my Two God. days. Nah, we'll do. Call it. No, you definitely say born on grand final day, 1992. Because there would have been grand final activity two days ago. Well, grand final week. Like yeah, grand, final, a grand final, grand final week. But we'll put it this way your birthday must. Would you, Has your birthday ever been on grand final day? Uh, or not, not since sure they born a long week? actually landed on my birthday. It's always been around. I'm not sure if it's landed that on. That is so funny. My I did birthday. Make that up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little fun fact my birthday is the 29th of the 9th, 92. That's palindrome. Oh, same nice. Yeah, backwards. same reverse. I'm, I'm on the 29th as well. It's my favourite number, so. I'm so we should deliver yeah. at some point. I'm on the 10th. 
If we can go back to your eye for rugby league talent, mm. your methods, your, the method, the madness of the method, methods of methods the madness. Methods of madness. If, the equation. If the Manly Seagulls was to approach you, this is hypothetical, mm. and say, we want you to start scouting for us, is that something you'd ever be interested in? Do you have the time? Do you have the energy? Do you Honestly, have the, the inclination. I would never even consider it. Really? Why would I? Because you've got the eye. Yeah, but man, I have so much fun doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I have so much fun doing what I'm doing. It's not like what's the what's the like um what's the thing that you get the most out of in term in in terms of what you do? Like, is it the picking a Ruben Cotter sort of a thing like that coming off? Is it that? Is it a podcast like the Origin podcast pumping its dick off? Is there what is it? You reckon? Uh, yeah, I, like obviously when a call comes off, or when especially when someone comes off that you know, like there's there's been a few like Ruben Cotter, Harry Grant. I was very vocal about. Oh really? Very early, very early. When he was at the Tigers before that? No, when he was playing in Queensland. Okay. Oh okay. Like early. The way he said that was a, there's a lot of rugby league. Yeah. Come on, champ. Big dick sort of yeah. stuff there. And I, that that that's the one that I wish it had happened. I wish Harry Grant had come along two years because that that was bigger than the Ruben Cotter one. Oh, you were, so oh, that's without a bigger a call than... When he was playing in Queensland, I posted a story saying that um, he's a top 10 hooker in rugby league right now. He didn't play first grade for two more years. I got, I got hammered. And then he played first grade. He played Origin six weeks later. Top 10 rugby league hooker right, right now. now. Yeah. And I stand by it then. And people are sending me all these names. and everything. I'm going, sweet, go watch him. They're not as good as him. He's just, he's just behind Cameron Smith. What? I've said it for ages. Where did you see him play to form this opinion? Oh, like just on, you know, you, you can watch on like Queensland Rugby Queensland, League. Like and, Queensland yeah, Cup, yeah. 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 So like I'm always keeping an eye on all those sorts of competitions. It's been really good the last two years. The Harold Matts and the all my younger brother's been playing in those comps. So oh, I've been okay. I think we met your watch. brother once at one of yeah, the... Yeah, I think he comes and finds you. He'll be listening to this intently. So shout out to Josh. Shout out to Josh. How many games outside the NRL do you watch a week? We've um, got SG Ball, Harold it'll, Matts. Oh, like I'll, I'll, I'll try and always watch my brother. And if there's, you know, someone that I'm keeping an eye on or something, I'll go and have a look at their game or whatever. Have you got a list of, like, kids that could be anything? Yeah. yeah. A black book. Yeah, there's a black book. That's there's a black book. So without a doubt. good, dude. Yeah. That's so good. Any, you, anyone, you, anyone you want to drop on the podcast now? Yeah, do you want to make it a, a, a kid call? that could be anything? Um, well, you don't have to, but I'm just, I mean, it would be nice to, you know, look oh, back. I, I love the look of your young 5'8", Fino. I think he could yeah. be a game changer. Yeah. Okay. Latu Fine. Listen, I don't know if that's a huge call or not because I knew of Latu Fine now. Yeah, it's be, but so that's need, how good he is. Oh, really? Yeah, but he, but you and I know of him because because where obviously he, he 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 plays for Manly. Yeah. But what he's saying is, are you are you making what sort of predictions? Yeah, like what are we saying here? Origin um, prediction. How old is he now? He's nineteen. Latu. So, so he could be playing Origin. He could already be playing. We going there? Oh, I think he's got the ability to play Origin. Um, it's just, yeah, he's Whether just got to get the, it all right. Yeah, right. Well, the, f- yeah. 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 Th- and that's the, that's the, that's the, my uh, read on it is the only thing that could be standing in Latu's way is Latu. So, okay. obviously, last year you had Ruben Cotter, this year, Jermaine Hopgood's your guy, your man. <laughs> Do you, are you, like, are you going to release a new love every year? Is that sort of the, yeah, I sort of have the one lo- year, the love guru. Go, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got one that I've got my eye on at the moment at Cronulla. <laughs> Is but he currently playing or no? He's in reserve grade. So yeah, I think he's played one game of first grade. But I just because Cronulla's so I'm 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 hesitant to go too heavy. Yeah, right. because Cronulla's so stacked, it's hard to get into that side. Yeah, okay. There, there's a few floating around. <laughs> there's always a few floating. What around. about Manly? Have, have we got any 
besides Farnu, is there anyone coming through? No, nah, he's the main one for yeah. me at the moment. But you got to remember, like you have brought through a lot of young guys over the last, whether it be Schuster, Burbo, like these sort of guys. But Latu's definitely the one. And yeah, when you get a kid like him coming through your juniors, it's actually hard to tell how good the others are because he's, he's dominating. so good. So is he really dominating? Dominating? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like he's proper. Sometimes you want you worry when they're really dominant, though, don't you? Because yeah. it's like it's that. But he's yeah, and this is what I tell you: it's the equation, blah blah. It's just the eye test. He's just got something about him, Arthur. So he, he but he fits, in your, he fits into your hundred percent. He does, yeah. Ooh, that's good to know. That's great to know. That's great to know. Particularly with the beautiful mind of Guru. Well, that's right, and you know DCE's getting older. So yeah. well, exactly. Yeah, listen, DCE knows that his days are numbered. That's not disrespectful to say. Well, listen, as it currently stands, we don't have a cure for aging, Tom. No, it's a disease. And until we find that, DC is going to have to make way at some point. If we find it, different story. Different story. Now we can talk about him playing for us forever. But until that point... But that's going to be your interesting balance because I don't think Lato and Schuster are going to work together. Okay, now you're upset. That's my roadblock that I can see for you. Okay, sure. So why is that because But you're in a good enough position to be able to go to the market and say, who's a halfback that wants to play with Tommy Turbo? Yes. Yes, true. True. So you're in a good spot, I think. Okay. Did you? How do you go about? Because you've now got, uh, like, you hear rugby league whispers now, don't you? You've mm. got a few birdies chirping from trees around the around the the league. How do you get to birdie territory? To catching those birds? Are you caging them? Are they cage birds? Are you clipping their wings? Yeah, Are they allowed to fly free? To be honest, with you, it's it gets hard to find the right birds. <laughs> how did, I've had a few this year that I've been told that I've. Said pretty confidently that have just come to duck eggs. Oh, Absolutely really? Absolutely nothing. Okay. That, that's the, and that's then do the you challenge. go back to your bird and go, Oi! Well, we're, we're, like, I could, but I, I chose to say it. True. Like, it's up to me to filter through the what's good and what's not. Um, sometimes you get them right, sometimes you get them wrong. And when you get them right, people go, okay, thanks. But when you get them wrong, people are like, what are you doing? You listen to All Talk, and we are chatting with none other than the rugby league guru. Now, Guru, how did you? How did the? How did the great Timmy Williams come to your life? I love Timmy Williams, by the way. He's the best, man. SC playbook. Yeah, he is the best. Absolute dribbler as well. Yeah, uh, people don't realise how much of a dribbler he is. Full blown dribbler. It was yeah. nice to have you both on the stream and like to properly hang out. And like that's our perfect. That's the dude. That was the the, the, the feedback we got back from that stream. Yeah. Like the dribblers frothed it, and we would love to do more with both of you. We want to call it the rugby league nerd out. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just the four nerds. of us nerding out. It's exactly what we did the Saturday night before at the catch. Yes, exactly, exactly. But so Timmy and you, did you start this show last year? Uh, like your yes. beers and break yeah. so together in Dece- December 2021. I wanted to start. A su- I'd sort of already done a supercoach show with, with another guy. It didn't didn't work out. Just too many words to go So I, ne- I needed to work out what I was going to do. <laughs> so I ring. I get in contact with Tim, who I knew, who had been doing his supercoach playbook stuff for ages. Now, yes, and had been doing very well with it. Um, and who I, I just knew from around was. Not a dickhead, mm. which is what I was looking for. Yeah. So I rang Tim, and well, I'd never spoken to him before. Never really had any conversation. <clears throat> and I said, oh, got an idea. Can we catch up for a beer? So we went down to the clubby hotel, and um, I just sort of said, look, I've got the studio at Bloke. Kempi's happy for us to use it. Um, and I want to do a super catch show. I'll do all the content. I'll do all that stuff. I just need you. You're the best. I think you're the best super coach mind around. I think we could blow it away. Mm. 
Uh, and we started off, and it was good. Like, it took us a while to get used to each other, as it does. Like, like obviously, you two have been lifelong mates. Mm-hmm. Me and Tim weren't like that. We literally, we'd had one beer when we started our show together. Mm. Like, our second bloke on camera, our bloke on camera was our second beer we'd ever had together, pretty mm. much. But it's just come together so quickly. Yeah. So quickly. So we did the first few weeks of that. I think we got to about week eight of Beers and Break Evans. It was going well. And then Kempi wanted a third person. And we, honestly, we sat there, like, you, you, you guys would have been there for some of these conversations. We went through, like, a list of so many guys we could try and get for the show. And then he just sort of said, oh, what about your mate from Supercoach? I went, oh, mate, he'd be unreal. He's got a great footy mind. Yeah. He, he also sees it a little bit differently to how I see it as well. He sees it differently to how you see it. Tim's an interesting guy because, obviously, he grew up, his brother Sam Williams. Yes. And his family lives and breathes footy. Absolutely lives and breathes. And he's seen it from the fan perspective and the player's perspective, being Sam's brother. So he's been a been a really nice addition mm. to the Monday show and our Supercoach show. He's, he's a genius at what he does. Like, last year I beat him. I have no idea how. Mm. No, I'm so shit at it. <laughs> a classic, I'm awful at it. Really? Uh, but what draft different? Dra- draft I'm very good at. But classic. Uh, oh, like, I'm not awful, but I'm nowhere near on Tim's level. Yeah, Which is right. like an elite sort of status. And you beat him. Beat him last year. Humble Had a brag. lot of things Slip go my way. There, humble brag. Listen, Tim, Tim's a genius. Beat him last year. Uh, but a genius. Well, he's going to slap come. me this year. Is he? Yeah, I, man, he's going to slap me. Absolutely, and he captain Cleary the other night when he got injured, and he's still going to slap me. Oh, really? So, like, I'm not going to get near him. So, for me, I already know it's going to be one all after two years. Yeah, right. And I've just got to rally the troops for next year. I'm going to pull another miracle out of my ass to keep <laughs> with him. So, because it's it stung him when I beat him last year. I bet it did. And like, people don't talk about it, but it was some of the most unbelievable circumstances. Imagine I'm sitting at the Doncaster Hotel one Saturday, Arvo, off my head, and just off a whim go. Yeah, Captain Joey Manu. That was the afternoon he put on a show against the Dragons. Right. It was like the highest score of the season. I had him as my captain. Mm. So that put me X amount of points ahead. And then a few weeks later, I said to Tim, I was in the lift, and he goes, I said to him, I've got an idea. And he goes, I've got an idea. I'm going to make a big move this weekend. My big move was to bring Caelan Ponger in my, into my team and captain him. And Tim goes, I'm going to bring in KP and I'm going to captain him. And I went, okay. And I thought, okay, I'll let you do it. KP got knocked out in the first minute. <laughs> and it pretty much ended Tim's season. So it's like there's this knife edge close sort of shit. Do you guys have to be like, are you in like are you do you keep some things close to your chest? Oh yeah, 100 so percent Like you can't tell each other what you're Oh, we're, do. we're competitive with each other. Yeah. 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 Like he's heaps better than me, but I want to beat him. Do you have anything riding on it? Glory? Cash? A lot of glory. And like, and like you know, like you, you know, it's like you sit there and do a show every week, like like we, we've got a big ass trophy that we keep there and everything. Oh, nice! So we just got my name on it at the moment, which irks him. Yeah, so like we we, we, don't, we don't have money riding on or anything, but like a lot of pride goes. Into trophies it. enough. Trophies, trophies better than yeah. money, really. And it's just the pride of having the one up. Yes, which is what means the world to me. And I mean, I don't know of any other super coach shows. Like I know there probably are some, but like you guys are the shit, right? You guys are. Yeah, I look and. and and once again, as per a lot of things I've done with Guru, I've been very lucky that I've had Kempi and that studio. Absolutely. That's we what should shout out Kempi. Oh, without a doubt. He's yeah. been a massive help to all of us. Yeah, without a doubt. So without that studio and that professional side of things, that's what separates Beers and Break Evens from the rest. Also the content. Yeah, the content. But, but like it's it's reading stats and making – like there's a lot of really good Supercoach players out there. And there's, there's probably a number of Supercoach players that probably did – Better than me and Tim if they had the resources. But how do you can? But it's how you convey that info as well, right? Like you can convey something in a. You can like tell me super coach information, and I'll be like, okay, cool. But you can also make me want to listen to it. And that's where there's a lot of people that tell me every week they don't even play super coach, but they listen to beers and break evens. Yeah, right. 
me and Tim just have a good flow. Yeah. And they enjoy that that footy side and how competitive we are and, you know, the banter throughout and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> if you could have – so you're having dinner and you can invite three rugby league people. Minds. Yeah. minds. Who do you have? question, Edward. Um, oh, it's tough. Um, I would probably have Jack Gibson would be one. Yep. yep. Old super coach. Would you ask to wear his jacket? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I'm playing for keeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, ha, Jack in his jacket. Jack in, yeah, Jack in the jacket. Jack Gibson would definitely be one. Um, so the thing is, with like so many like Wayne Bennett, I'd love to have. But what's he going to say to me? He'll give me three words. Well, yeah, let's let's not. assume let's assume no, that they're a little bit down. lubricated this up. Is guard down. This is guard down. No media. Your promise. Wayne's you've signed had an, two Coca Colas, and he's ready to let. Oh, yeah, you've signed an NDA. Agree. You've signed an NDA. And Everyone's he's feeling calm yeah. and comfortable. Wayne would be one. If I, if I could get unchained Wayne, yeah, I'm unchained Wayne would be great. Um, to be honest with you, I would have said Matty Johns, but after we spent, well, after I spent some time with him the other yeah. day, it's like you've already run shape. I've sort of yeah, I you've wonder. done that now. You've ticked that box. You scratched that itch. But I still like like Matty. Obviously, had a pretty big day that day. I would love to sit down with Matty. You know, you know what I would actually love to sit down with, and I heard him talking about it on your podcast, and I've heard Matty talk about it for years. The guy that taught him and Joey everything, Alan Bell. Yeah, mm. I think he would be so interesting, so interesting. You'd and just and, and Matty talks about him occasionally here and there. Yeah, and every time he does, Matty never gives any more details than the first time he ever spoke about Alan Bell. Yeah, and I think right. he does it on purpose. Yeah, when he started he talking, when he started talking about it on your pod, I was listening to you guys, and I was honestly, I was going, Tom and Eddie, you mother, ask more questions. Yeah, ask more questions. Do not let this go. Yeah, and then he moved on to something else, and I was like, that's a stinger. Because no one really like goes into it with him. You mean like yeah. with the? Because well, no one really knows who he is, right? Exactly. No. Right. Yeah. But okay, so we've got Jack Gibson, Wayne Bennett, and Alan Bell. Yeah, I, I'd seriously consider having that that Alan Bell there because I now it's going to be at your house. So, like, is there a, is there a rugby league guru meal of choice that you're providing these guys? Uh, well, my origin meal since I was fourteen has been a bourbon and a crust pizza. <laughs> and I'm pretty damn consistent with that. So this year, when Jim Beam was actually on as a sponsor, yeah. my mates freaked out. Who do you respect most as a rugby league analyst at the moment in the current game, Matty? Matty, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Who's your all-time favourite player? Freddie. Okay. You were a Roosters man growing up, weren't you? Well, I um, I, I knew you were going to go yeah, down this avenue. I was waiting for it to come. I oh, saw this oh. trap coming from my yeah, house. I left, I left it late. I left it late. Um, I, so I – pretty funny story, actually. My, my old man, when the SFS was built in 1988, they offered um, – they, they were obviously selling memberships for the stadium, right? I think the membership back then was like – $2,000 or something, which was ridiculous. Mm. Unbelievable money to go and watch football. Mm. My old man brought a pass for it, right? And, and I'm sure at the time all of his mates were just like, what are you doing? That's mm. crazy, blah, blah, blah. Turns out the day you sign up, you pay the same rate forever. Oh. So to this day, we, we're paying an SFS membership on 1988 rates. Oh, that's Jeez, epic. that's good. So my, my dad was eyes up. Yeah. He was the king. Big time eyes, eyes up. up. Big time. So we grew up. I grew up going at every single game of the SFS. Every single game. So it was always the Roosters games and the Souths games. Right. Souths sucked beyond belief, though, obviously, during the early 2000s. Yep. So that was always a really tough pill to swallow. But the Roosters were always fantastic, and Freddie was always the main guy. You listen to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Today we are talking to the rugby league guru. Now, guru, circling back to origin, if you don't mind, I've been peppered with this question all weekend. I was out on the piss on Saturday. People were just coming up. What do you reckon? 
about New South Wales, Queensland, what is it that makes Queensland win the tight games, which they always seem to? What is it that allows them to just overcome us time and time and time and time and time again? So there's that. There's also, do you think this whole Queensland gets it, Queensland and just they get rugby league more than New South Wales? Do you reckon that's almost like a myth that they're just feeding? And that and sort of almost wigs us out on game time, or do you reckon they actually do get it? Oh, I think there is something in it. I really do. I hate to say it, but I'll tell you what I admire. When we went to Magic Round the other day, mm. that was like nothing, and it was my first ever time at Magic Round. It's right? it's awesome. Like the way that Queensland do things is just unbelievable. Yeah, how could we like we we could not emulate half of that in Sydney. Not even close, dude. The well, it'd be at Homebush shouldn't be a nightmare. It'd be a nightmare. The only way you could get close is if you moved it to uh, the SFS and tried to find some way to block off streets there. But there's no there's no rugby league culture around Paddy. I don't think it's got anything to do... I don't think the venue's got anything to do with why we can't do it in Sydney. No, it's but what people. I mean more is that, like, the specific area. So, like, obviously there's the Queensland, like, rugby league spirit generally and, like, their obsession for it. But the Caxton into Suncorp, just two, like, icons of rugby league generally, the way they block that street off, it's like it is the perfect setting. They for need to start taking well. the buses back down Caxton Street before Origins. <laughs> Could well, you, that would have been biblical yeah. being on that bus. Well, I, I look at it and I go, like, realistically, if we wanted to, we've got Homebush, which is where we play games. There's three pubs across the road. We could have a mad night like that yeah. if we want to. I, I personally don't think – obviously, Suncorp special and the Caxton special, no doubt about that. But I think it's got more to do. I just think – I genuinely think we have less passion. And I don't know if that's just because we've been grounded into the dirt for eight Passion's years. Passion's been strange. humped out of us. Oh, mate, it has been. Like, oh, like I, I, I know in me it hasn't, but I think in the general New South Wales person it has. I, I, I had um, Donnie here last night, who's Queenslander. He just said, like, when you get on a bus the morning after Origin and we've lost, you can feel it. Mm. Mate, win, lose, draw, whatever in your South Wales, the next morning nothing changes. Could that it? be because in Queensland it's like a bunch of backcountry hicks who've got <laughs> all to do? Like, you know, whereas here we've got, like, heaps more going on. Put your banjos down for one night. Exactly, you know what I mean? Night. Like, they, uh, they're just trying to work out how they're going to eat this apple with four teeth. Like, we are, <laughs> you know... We as a state, we've got beaches. Oh, they got beaches. We've got the harbour. You yeah. know, we've got lifestyle. We've got a shitload more sport to watch and enjoy. Like, they don't have much. So, like, it means a lot more to them. But maybe it still means the same amount to us, but we're just sort of like, you know, you guys are weirdos anyway. Maybe, but I'm jealous of it. No, I'm jealous that's of how it. I, no, no, That's no, how so I would want to live. I'm using it simply. You know, I don't yeah. know if any of that's true or not. And all of this kills me to say, by the way. I hate saying this, but, like... But from a player's perspective, yeah, right. You can you could potentially argue that there are pockets of the state that don't care as much as uh, the like for like pockets of mm. people in Queensland from a passion perspective. Mm. That's fan base stuffed. Yeah, if you've got Freddie Fittler, an absolute great. You got Joey Johns in there, absolute great. You got Brandy in there, absolute greats. Working with great players who on paper are f-ing throbbers who've won comps back to back in some instances. It doesn't seem to translate into the origin performances, though. And I don't know what the f*** that is. And that's what I can't explain. And take game one, for example. And I said this on the bloke pod the other day. It's a New South Wales problem. It's not an individual player problem. We put Nico Hines on at centre. He misses a crucial tackle. And everyone goes, why would Freddie put him at centre? That's lost the game for us, blah, blah, blah. Queensland had Ruben Cotter and Ben Hunt in the centres. 
Did you hear shit about it? They also had 12 players on the field. Mm. Did you hear anything about it? No. No. Like what? I, I, I just, I, I don't I don't understand what it is or how you fix it. And that's what worries me so much. We've got Freddie. We've got Joey. If these guys can't fix it, who's going to? Mm. We've already gone through daily. Who else have we got? Well, I think Buzz wants Ricky back. You know what? I, loved, I literally I said to Tim the other day, do we need a lunatic in there? Do we yeah. need a lunatic who's just going to be full of passion? You don't have to coach these guys at the end of the day. No, you don't. You do, gotta, do you just need a lunatic? It's almost funny. It's like the life cycle. It's like, I think we did. Who was before Daly? Was, was it Bellamy? Craig Bellamy, it, yeah. But like, you know, you get Laurie and then it's like Laurie gets the like sort of the fluke one off and then it's like, let's go this full hippie route with Freddie. <laughs> now it's like that no longer works anymore. Like we've become immune to the hippie barefoot bullshit. Now we need to go back to like psychotic, Sticky, because when because Sticky was sacked at some point, wasn't he? Because it wasn't working. Like well, that. but that's because it was a, up against the decade of dominance. Don't that's what forget I mean, though, that, but like the that Ricky cycle took us. Like, maybe it's time for a bit more psycho Sticky. Ricky took us to some game three deciders. Rick Noble, remember when Soud went over game two, twenty eleven, or was it twenty twelve? No, did Soud step off his left into Minicello? Into Minicello, Minicello thank you very much. Off the left, You're welcome. Very good. Not bad. We, well, I was we going to let it slide. No, no, no. I know my. F- we went back and watched that game. That was unbelievable. But Ricky's crying in the box. Yeah. Do we need that again? Do we need genuine origin tears? Genuine origin tears. Passion. Mm. Maybe we do. Because it's getting a little bit frustrating. We should be looking at winning our sixth series in a row. That's just a fact of life. <laughs> yep. The second worst Queensland side of all time beat us. Then Munster beat us in a series. Mm. Or were they the same series? I don't know. All I know is... We've just lost again. It's very let's look and unlikely that we'll win game two, even though I think we can. No, I think we can. I think we will. The chips are down. And the only thing that gives me hope in game two is that we've got a Latrell Mitchell. Yes. He's the sort of guy that can just turn the tide. But also with in ga- again, teams will already be out for game two and we're hearing this. But I hear like some people talk about Tommy Turbo. Tommy didn't have that good of a game. He didn't do much. He's, you know, he didn't, like, the ball never went to him, ever. I found the I was, I Turbo don't arguments bizarre. It. I thought it was very evident that New South Wales just used him poorly. They never went to him. And they went left 90% of the time, it seemed, with their attack. But, like, Teddy never gave him the ball. He was never, like, and you, you were, there was something you were talking about on your show as well about, like, the way they used him. I, the, when Tommy was killing it, sure, he had that roving role where he could do whatever the wanted but he's still the center right mm. and he, you still can f- design some plays around getting him early ball and having him flop that big old penis all over the queensland and i, I think like the argument was that the ball didn't go to the right the ball went to the right a heap just Not teddy didn't him. let go of the ball mm. it was it was a very and i, I yeah I, and that's where i think no <laughs> he, he forgot the ancient rule hands will do it hands will do it <laughs> early ball hands yeah. will do it. hands will do it tom hands will do it and that's why I think it's going to be very interesting. I think that people are like, Teddy played poorly. Teddy didn't play poorly. Teddy just didn't, in my opinion, fit in with the structure of that team. And it's a very easy fix. Yeah. So I think a lot of people that are hunting down Teddy, I think he could be quite easily proved wrong. I liked his, um, we spoke on the potty yesterday, his post-game <clears throat> interview with Fox League. Yeah. Where I found him, after the game, the, po- the bits I saw in the post-match press conference were a little bit like... He didn't give enough, and I was a bit like, bro, you just f***ed up. And, like, you played poorly, and it's no knock on him. This was just my immediate sort of yep. reaction. But it was like, I feel like you need to be coming out and going, that was bad, and I was 
fucking awful. But then the way he spoke in that post-game interview with Braith and the boys on uh, the Super Saturday, I was like, that's a bit more like, he was just like, I've got a lot, I've had a lot on my shoulders in terms of like trying to be a leader and trying to do this. And like, I've gone away from the things that worked for me and I'm trying to get back to it. And he, he did have a good game against the dogs. You're like, but, okay. But the reality of it is that I think that when he's talking in the post-game press conference, he hasn't had a chance to sit down and watch the tape of the game. And probably think about in it. In his mind, and realistically, done. Teddy did what he does every weekend. He's a run first. He'll get through a heap of volume of work. Mm. Like, if you, if you go and have a look at his stats from game one, 200 runs, seven tackle breaks, blah, blah. Remember he got held over the line at one point? Yeah. Mm. If he scores that try, he gets a try and a line break. People have a very different opinion on his game yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. It changes. And if we win that game and Teddy has 200 metres, seven tackle breaks, a try and a line break, how good. Teddy, Teddy was great King, again. Origin Same game, yeah. different result. It's a good point. Like, I, I and I, I, once again, I don't think Teddy fit in with their game plan the other night from what we were watching, but I also think maybe that came down to the game plan. I don't understand how it was so disorganised. Mate, thank you very much for coming on. It's been great to yarn. Uh, we're obviously... Big fans of your work. It's been nice to get to know you in a more f- personal sense as well, outside of the uh, the fast paced world of sports content. Um, but yeah, mate, appreciate it. Rugby League Guru on Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok Facebook, Facebook, Facebook all that jazz. Love it. Good Beautiful. on you, mate. Thanks, bro. Cheers, boys. Cheers, bro.